Blog Talk Radio. Coast 
coming from Oakland, coming yeah, to Baltimore and getting that big win um, in Baltimore. That was that was pretty huge to me. That stuck out. Um, what else was big? Uh, oh yeah, that that big sword thumb, five hundred, three hundred. Enough said. Um, yeah. I, I almost <laughs> don't even have to say who and who it was done against. No. But uh, yeah. 500, 300, first time ever, that was huge for Atlanta. Matt Ryan and, and uh, Julio Jones. Also, things that stuck out to me, um, the, the surprise that, that a lot of the fans and a lot of the pundits had with uh, Buffalo beating New England. Yeah, sure, yeah. Uh, Rex Ryan is like 1-7 all the time against Belichick, as you like to call him. But right. um, two things there. One, I had a feeling that within those four games, one of those losses would be to a division foe, maybe Miami, maybe Buffalo, and it just happened to be Buffalo. Two, it was against Jacoby Brisket. I mean, that's right. <laughs> no, no, no passing yards. to Brian James' long lost daddy. <laughs> exactly. You know, he, he didn't yeah. have he didn't have over two hundred yards passing. Um, sooner or later. It is, the play of that team without a passing game, and LeGarrette Blunt right. wasn't, um, you know, wasn't uh, LeGarrette Blunt uh, that we normally know when he has a monster game. You, you take those two right. equations out, that offense is dormant, and um, you know they didn't need to score a lot of points to, to 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 beat the Patriots. So I was a little shocked by everyone's shock and awe with the Patriots losing. But um, that's another story. And, and, of course, the last thing that I was – actually, the last two things that I was shocked by, um, the Steelers and their big return when I actually had them losing against the it's Chiefs. about time. <laughs> but, God, it was a huge win, too, uh, at, at home yeah, it was. with uh, Le'Veon Bell coming back. And also uh, Dallas and the Rams going 3-1. and one. Th- Those are the things that, that really stood out to me. Well, I'm going to work backwards. Uh, because you spread a lot of thoughts in my mind. Um, yeah, Pittsburgh, my beloved Steelers, my beloved Steelers. Mm-hmm. Um, you think Mike Tomlin got in the Steelers' backside a little bit after the after the, the Philly debacle? You think that yeah. he lit a spark plug or two? <laughs> because yeah. they beat Kansas City, which is I think Kansas City is still a good team. Mm-hmm. Um. They beat Kansas City like they stole something. I mean, they really, <laughs> they really put the hurting on those boys. I mean, it was just, it was decisive, man. It was like right out the gate, turnover, boom, touchdown, two point conversion, came down the field again, touchdown, and uh, after another turnover, by the way, touchdown, fifteen points on turnovers, lost the bat, and in the blink of an eye, it was twenty to the nothing, first quarter. And it looked exactly. like they were trying for 30 in the first quarter. <laughs> I could have yeah. they were trying for 30. And, yeah, Mike, I mean, that's, that's coaching boys and girls. Coaching is the ultimate equalizer in the NFL. Well, not equalizer, I should say, in the NFL. But, yeah, I, I really think the best thing that could have happened to the Steelers were two things. A, get Le'Veon Bell back. He proved once again mm-hmm. that he is by far the best all-around running back in the game, and it's not even close. I'm not saying that because I'm a fan. I'm saying that because it's the truth. <laughs> you can do it all. <laughs> um, but, I mean, the, the second thing that the best thing could have happened to Pittsburgh was were the following. Carson Wentz, Darren Sproles, mm-hmm. uh, 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 Jim Swartz in the Eagles defense. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because you got to look at it. I, I believe, and I've been hearing this, but it's a surprising truth to it. I've been hearing that Chris Burr were kind of feeling themselves a little bit after going, after getting off to that 2 0 start, two impressive wins. And, um, yeah, Philly just said, eh eh. You think you're good? You think you're all that? Watch this. And they just. I mean, you you seen that curb stop. I mean, you saw that curb stop in last week. I um, did. I did. It, it was one of those things that I was completely surprised by. It, it, it was like watching, uh, uh, you know what? It was like watching Cat Williams get beat up by that by that little boy. Oh, there was boy. no way in the world you would have expected that to happen. <laughs> and you just had to sit there and watch it happen as it was going on. You're like, dude, oh, my God. Somebody jump in and stop this. This is unfair. And, and yeah, and, and I guess Pittsburgh must have came out, saw Andy Reid, thought it was round two against Philly, and decided to let him have it. Yeah, 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 and I think that's what happened too. I, you know, if CBS, that's what I'm talking about. CBS pretty much called the fight for them and switched it to San Diego and Indianapolis. It was that bad. But anyway, <laughs> um, the second thing that I can get on is this: you, you mentioned Buffalo beating beating down the Patriots. I mean, sure, they had Jacoby Brisket, you know, interested alum, by the way, um, going against the Bills. And sure, and sure, you know, uh, LeBron James' long-lost daddy didn't do all that well. But keep in mind, this is the same cat that hung 27 on, on Houston yeah. the previous week. Okay? And keep in mind that the same Patriots team that got smacked around by Buffalo and Rex Ryan Lost twenty beat 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 Houston twenty seven to nothing the week before. Now I don't know if it was a case, another case of a team feeling itself. But to your point, Buffalo is a division rival and it's a bitter rival. Mm-hmm. And you know the way you know Buffalo came in and did them. Hey, dude, you just made I made you know I I may be prone to hyperbole a little bit, but I think this could. They begin to be the start of a good season for Buffalo. I, I think this may cap off a little run for them, uh, at least for a wild card spot. This is a yeah. huge. I, I, yeah. I, it's huge. Oh. But two things. Two things. One, people completely forgot that they beat down Arizona the week prior, 40 to 7, right. you know, coming yeah. into that game. But I just think that this mm-hmm. is just an impressive way for them to make their way to 8 and 8. So the people can look back at this resume and be like, what happened to this team? They beat Arizona and New England in, early in the season. How did they end up 8-8? Eight eight? Mm-hmm. Somehow Sammy Watkins ain't going to play for like 10 games. Uh, yeah. You know, Tyrod Taylor's going to have a couple of bad games. It, it, right. I, until Buffalo can show me different, you know, I, I'm, I'm waiting on 8-8. Eight and eight. I, I'm, I'm sitting here waiting on 8-8. Eight and eight, And they'll surprise me sure, if they go better than 8-8. Eight but I'm just saying though, just keep that in mind. You know, you I will. may be right, and you're, you're probably going to be right. But if given the track record, keep giving the Bills track record and Rex Ryan. But dude, dude, I mean, I'm just saying the way Buffalo beat those boys down again, the same Patriot team that humiliated Houston, humiliated Houston rather, the week before. That's got to count for something. But yeah. I I'm a show me. I'm, I'm like I'm Missouri. I'm, I'm Mr. Show Me State right now. They have to show me. Like Buffalo Rex White has to show me that they can keep this momentum going. But you know, 
We'll see. So you mentioned the Cowgals going three and one. You mentioned the Rams going three and one. You mentioned the Raiders beating Washington, the overrated Ravens team, going to three and one. Um, are these teams for real? Do we do? Should we start taking Dallas, L.A.? Oh, by the way, it's good to say L.A. Rams again. By the way, L.A. and <laughs> Oakland. Is it, is, it, is it too early to take these guys seriously? Can we finally take these guys seriously, or are you still waiting for them to drop on these teams? Um, it depends upon exactly what you're looking for out of these teams. If you're looking out okay. for a division championship, out of the three, the one that has the easiest path, of course, would be the Dallas Cowboys because sure. we really don't know what to think of this division in the NFC East right now. You had Dallas right. losing to the Giants. You had the Giants losing to the Redskins. You had the Redskins losing to the Cowboys. And Philadelphia is starting out 3-0 and where no one thought it, that could happen. Is a surprise to everyone. Right. So, as of right now, it's still literally up for grabs. I understand Philadelphia is playing extremely well right now, but they got some tough games that they got to deal with in the near future, as does the Dallas Cowboys. You know, and, and then next mm-hmm. couple of games, they have Green Bay, they got a bye, and then they got Philly, and then, of course, they got Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and Minnesota later on in the season. But the thing that they're doing differently this year that they're not doing, that they didn't do last year, uh, the, yeah. the amount of points that they score per game, they're scoring 26.3 points a game as opposed to 17 last year. That's an improvement. One of the things that you wouldn't think would be an improvement, well, one of the things that you would think would be an improvement but it really shouldn't have been is the amount of times mm-hmm. they've run the ball. Well, actually, I'm not shocked by that because now they're not be- behind in games. But they still have the same right. old line. And I'm not necessarily impressed by Ezekiel Elliott. But the one thing, like I said before, that they're doing now that they weren't doing before is that they're running the ball more. That's why yeah. I'm kind of not really impressed by, by Ezekiel Elliott because he's actually getting more carries. That's why he's capable of mm-hmm. getting these 130, 140-yard games. He's running the ball 30 times, and they're in close right, games. Right. Whereas last year they weren't in these situations. And they're in these situations because of the defense. The defense is playing a whole lot better. All they needed to do right. – with this offense as good as they are, is to stay, stay yep. somewhere between 14 to 20 in terms of yards per game. And I, I think that this team could win the division. One of the other things that they're doing well is they're actually uh, not giving up a lot of touchdowns defensively. They've only given up two touchdowns this whole year. How about that? So <laughs> Exactly. So as much as everyone wants to rave about how well – Dak is playing and how well Ezekiel is playing. Eh, Ezekiel's supposed to do that because he's behind one of the better offensive lines, if not the best offensive line in the league. Right. Also behind that that line, has only thrown four touchdowns. All he's doing is playing mistake-free football, which is what they need from him right now. But this defense mm-hmm. is playing a whole lot better than what people expect. If they can keep this up throughout the remaining 12 games, then it's it's NFC East champions for them this year, but um, I don't know. I got to see. Uh, like I said before, you know, they, they haven't had a lot of tests yet it's on both yep. sides of the ball, and they got right. some coming very soon. So we'll, we'll see, and, and it, it starts with this coming Sunday. Um, as yeah. for the, the Rams, the Rams I don't know yet. The one thing that bothers me about the Rams is they're 
points per game differential, it's like a negative three, almost a negative four. They don't score uh, a lot, but they right. keep their opponents from scoring over 20, and they also have nine turnovers total, which they is like tied for – Yes, which is, which is like – Exactly. <laughs> Another bend but don't break situation with this defense behind Greg Williams. thing is yeah. this. They're going to end up facing some teams later in the season that are going to score a lot more points, but they still got some easy games in there. You know, they got Buffalo, who we're really not completely sold behind yet. They got Detroit, um, Miami, New Orleans, but they still got to win within their division. If they can win, uh, well, they they already are 2-0 in their division. If they can somehow get to four division wins, then they might be for real. So, but I don't know yet with, with this offense that's only scoring 15 points a game right now. Yo, hey, it's it's a spur of the song, the, 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 the 2000 Ravens light. I love that front seven of L.A. Yeah. I, I love that defensive line. Their defensive line, led by Aaron Donald, was probably going to be the front runner of the, uh, of the, of the NFL uh, defensive player of, of the year. And those boys – they get they can get out to the quarterback. Look what they did to Seattle and Russell Wilson. Look yeah. what they did to Carson Palmer. Even though the Cardinals are a little bit disappointed right now, that's still a team with a lot of offensive talent. Look what they did. Matter of fact, I just thought about that, Scott. You reminded me two and one in division right now, right? Because they lost to the yes, Rams, and yeah, mm-hmm. they got the two wins against the two big boys. So yeah, if they can get two more, who knows? Yeah. Exactly. So, and they already won at Arizona. So yes. that's a, that's in a like a game and a half. So, um, yeah, those boys, the Rams are two and one in the division, three one overall. You can't sleep on these boys. I mean, granted, like it, it's Mister A Nation himself coached the squad. You know, Jeff Fisher, but they might be a little bit better than eight and eight if they're not yeah. too careful. That defense is nice, man. It's a I'm just concerned that this team is going to find a way to go 7-9. I don't know how because <laughs> on paper they look great right. and their schedule isn't super hard, but somehow, some way, Jeff Fisher finds a way to do it. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so, so what about the Raiders? What are your thoughts on – you, uh, uh, you might have covered the Raiders already, but I just want to be sure, like, what's your temperature oh, I on the Raiders right now? I didn't get completely into the Raiders, um, but I'm not oh, going to get them so far. Uh, yeah, I don't sure. know if, if they got the goods to win the division, but they kind of sure. got the goods to, to sneak in as a wild card. My concern is every game that they've played so far this year has been seven points or less. They can't keep right. coming through with these type situations. Or maybe they could and keep winning them. It will be fantastic if, if that could happen. You know, they they love that the, the Oakland faithful would love that if they could be like the cardiac Raiders and just keep winning these tight mm-hmm. games, which they've done three times out of four <clears> this year. Um, mm-hmm. But they still, like I said, they got to play the Chiefs uh, twice. They still got to play the, the Broncos twice. And then, um, you know, the remainder of their schedule, if I, uh, I think I have it right here in front of me, let me see. Actually, yeah, they got Jacksonville and Tampa, so they got two trips to the East, which – they say it's yeah. difficult, but they've already done it once. If they can somehow do it three right. times this year, that will be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but they still have those division games that they got to face 
and then, you know, they could probably beat Indianapolis. They could probably beat Buffalo. They could probably beat Houston. Mm-hmm. Carolina, if Carolina's not capable of turning around, Carolina has to go out west. And you know the way that everybody's been beating up on Cam right now. With that, that, yeah. uh, that black hole out there making a bunch of noise and that defense probably getting hyped and hitting them, it may be problematic for Cam. But, you know, we, we, we have to wait and see if they'll be able to turn it around as well. Well, I'll say this. <clears throat> I love Jack Del Rio. I love the effect he's having those players. Um, he didn't forget how to coach. You know what I mean? Sure, he had his last few years in Jacksonville and all that great, but that's a, that's not the greatest organization in the world either. But No. Um, I think Oakland has to get it offensively. They're, the, they're disappointed as hell defensively right now, and they, they need to shut it up. But there's a lot. There's something to be said. There's something to be said about going out east twice, even though they Tennessee is not all that good. I get that. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But Baltimore, even though I think they're overrated as hell, I mean they faced the three wins came against teams that offensively challenged at best. Yeah, they went into Baltimore. Not an easy place to play. No, and beat them. They came from behind to beat them. That's pretty damn impressive. So. Yes. I, 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 I'm, I'm not going to say Oakland is going to be the team to beat in the West. I mean, Denver and Kansas, and Kansas City, believe it or not, still have something to say about that. But that division has gotten a whole lot better. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, I mean, <laughs> poor San Diego. Uh, those three teams, <laughs> Denver, Kansas City, and Oakland, it's going to be a hell of a race. And yes, and I West. think so. Speaking of, I, go ahead. I was going to say, I think that they're in that second tier of teams in the AFC. Uh, I think we're going to talk about the top three soon. But right underneath them, you have Baltimore, and you have Oakland, and you have Kansas City. And they're right there in that mix where they can fight for a wild card spot. And speaking of the top three, um, Pittsburgh, New England, Denver. I think we both agree that these are the top three teams in the conference. I think that we can both agree that all three teams are a Florida sale too. <laughs> um, but how would you rank those three teams as far as the, the, the triumvirate, if you will, in the AFC at this juncture of the season, at, at the end of the first quarter of the season? At the end of the first quarter, and this is based on my rankings uh, that I do, of course, with Sleazy Sports. Um, yes. As of right yes. now, I have Pittsburgh one, Denver two, wow. and New England. I actually had them ranked tenth because of this loss to, to Baltimore, the Buffalo. Sure. But um, yes. I still have them as the uh, as in my mind, not in my current rankings, mm-hmm. but in my mind, I have them as the third best team in the uh, in the AFC. But of course, that's about to change because uh, Tom Terrific is coming back. But um, yes, yes. that 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 top three. Is, is is very interchangeable depending upon the week. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be very interesting to see uh, what happens with, with uh, Denver for the next couple of weeks, and I guess I'll talk about that in, the, in a little bit as well um, with, mm-hmm. the, with this injury that they have at quarterback. Um, like I said, Tom's coming back, and I don't want to start ringing the bell too much right now for Pittsburgh, even though I had them going 13-3 um, before the season started. See that they're back yet, 
But, God, that was an right. impressive win this past week against Kansas City. And that's a situation where they needed to win that just in case they had to fight for a uh, a, a wild card spot if they don't win the division. And they already had that leg right. up on KC. Right. Well, you'd be shot at my rankings. Okay. First of all, I recently had New England before they got smacked around at home by Buffalo. I had them as my top team in the FC. Just as did I. Just because, right, because they were able to win impressively with the backups at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, even more so when they smacked around, when they actually damn near curb stopped Houston into submission with, with the third string quarterback. Okay. But they came back there for a little bit when, when Buffalo smacked around. So right now I have Denver as my top team. Mm-hmm. Um, that defense is nasty. Denver's defense is so nasty. It, it doesn't even matter who's going to play that. It's like, just give, just, give the, just give Denver 13, just give the defense 13 points. And they'll take care of the rest. I mean, it's, it's, you know it's what? outstanding. They're playing yeah. a lot better, and they lost pieces. How does that yeah. happen, Scott? You lose Malik Jackson, yeah. and they, they lost yeah. another, they lost uh, Levathan to Detroit. How does that happen? Right. That's insane. You know what that's called? That's called uh, Wade Phillips. That's what that's And called. development. <laughs> yes, it's Wade right. Phillips and, and, and development inside the squad. So, yes, that is exactly what that is. Yes, exactly. Credit again to Wade Phillips and John Edwards. I give him credit. He's the man. He's the GM. Putting these pieces together. Oh, the job mm-hmm. what he's doing. But I have Denver. Pittsburgh, and then New England was my top three in that order. But I still think, to your point, it's those three teams right now and everybody else. That's how yeah. I see it. I, I, I just – they're just so heavy shows above everybody else in the conference right now. But, again, it's a long season. This is the first quarter season. But by, by the start quarter number two, this will kiss coming weekend. But those three teams are crazy damn good. Yeah, to your point, Tom Tom Ass Brady, as I call him, Tom Ass Brady, will be back going against Cleveland. So that's shit. That's another win. So, 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 so we're chalking it up to that. So speaking of Cleveland, we gotta pray. We gotta yeah, um, we do. We we gotta we gotta give like a shout out to teams who are in need, fans that are in need. Um, you know what I mean? So. Is, is, is Reverend um, Mama Sauce in the building? Is he in the house? You know what? Reverend Mama Sauce is in Rocky Mount, North Carolina. I'm trying to figure out what, what you know, Mama Sauce oh, wow. has with, with uh, Rocky Mount and, and why he loves the state of North Carolina so much. But he's down there for wow. a revival this week. But what he did was he did pass <laughs> on to me his his prayer list. And um, oh, okay. it's, it is a very interesting list. Um Oddly enough, because uh, we did we did talk on Sunday that uh, the right. Skins almost made the prayer list had they lost to uh, yes. to the Browns, but um, we're going to put the, the officiating crew from that Browns Redskins game on the prayer list. Um, oh, they were they need some they, they need sight. Something, something's wrong with their vision. So, Reverend Mumbo Sauce wants to um, lay hands on their eyes and some blessing for that vision because. Uh, that that yep. call with the the bow and arrow <laughs> shooting and the fumble yeah. that didn't happen. 
Yeah. My God. Two How dogs are standing five feet away. I, I don't know. I can't I call it, but it's yeah. Like they, 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 they come with the ball, and the team couldn't come over the ball, but they give it to the Redskins. How does yes. that happen? How does that but happen? But you know what? Unbelievable. I was thankful. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Um, Amen. Also on the prayer list, and he was actually yes, on the prayer list last week. Uh, this is what the Reverend told me. Um, and it looks like he's he's staying on this list. You know, he's, he's a, 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 a stick and shut in member. Rex, well, not Rex, but uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh. What do you have, like Lord. nine interceptions over two weeks? Yes. Three, yes. three, three, three against Seattle and six against uh, KC. Yeah, oh, somebody need to lay hands on that 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 arm, that passing arm. Get that thing right. Sheesh. Um, oh, who else did did the yeah. good Reverend have on the list? Um. Oh, um, Odell Beckham Jr. again, and oh, Eli Manning. Lord. We 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 have uh, uh, Eli this time too. Wow. Yes, Eli this time because it seems to be a, 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 a an interesting situation. Where Eli, well, well, Odell is complaining that um, he's getting too much attention from the reps and, and things aren't going his way. And he doesn't like football anymore. He uh, what a joke. Him one go. What a he joke. don't like football what anymore. What a joke. Yeah. Oh, God. And, and a, Eli's saying that all his attention fire. is his fault. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. So... Well, well, somehow, well, some way, that, 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 yes, yes, yes. That. I was going to say, somehow, some way, that relationship needs to be repaired, so I'm, I'm, yes. I'm asking for uh, forgiveness between the two of them. <laughs> well, here's my list. Prayer goes out to Cam Newton. Ooh. Lord, he did get us behind, not to run. Oh, Jesus. Going to push the foul penalty when he fought the ball to do that. Talking to the player who later gave us as a concussion on the goal line oh as a way of payback. Because the Lord, I tell you what, God don't like ugly. And Cam Bless the Lord. God. Got, not, got the goal, Holy Ghost knocked out of me. <laughs> he, got, <laughs> he got nailed. He got oh nailed. God. He oh. got nailed. And that's, hey, hey, karma is something else, yo. And also, I give a little prayer shout out to. Uh, the San Diego Chargers organization. Yes. How in the world are you going to blow two big leads in the fourth quarter? Oh. Is that enough you lose a 20-plus point lead on the road at Kansas City to start the season? Losing overtime. Mm-hmm. You play, I mean, at least that's on the road. You lose, you lose it at home to a bad New Orleans team. How does that happen? How does that happen? Bad play. Oh That's man! Exactly what happens. Oh man! I mean, I'm telling you, man, uh, they gotta get right with the Lord. Sandy <clears throat> has to get right with the Lord. Philip Rivers, you gotta start going to church, bro. You can't be. Maybe maybe this one in, in L.A. for. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, but but we're, we're bringing this intercessory prayer session to a close. After you bless them, after you bless. Mr. Fine for Stucky and the Just Organization. The yes. poor brother Todd Bowles, head coach, brother man, don't know what to do. It's not like he can turn his back up. 
because one Geno Smith, you know, Geno Smith, believe it or not, is taller than Fitzpatrick. <laughs> so let's lay our hands upon these troubled souls, these troubled things, and ask the Lord to be with them. Yes. Oh, we say before we finish prayer. Yes, before sir. we finish prayer, I almost forgot one yes. more sick and certain. The Uh-oh. Carolina Panthers secondary will uh-huh. give it up. Over 500 yards of passing in one game. Lord bless oh, them, please, God. Lord. Oh. oh, Lord. And you know what? And bless Josh Norman, your favorite Bama, for sipping that tea on him. We were talking yeah. about him, about them not near them. And we ask you, Christ, amen. 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 All right. All right. We're wow. for that. Uh, <laughs> we look forward to in week five. Anything like anything that the fans should look forward to in week five. Yes. Um, um of see. of course yes. Tom Terrific is number one. You get yes. the return of, of, of Angry Tom, he's ready, he's waiting. Um right. I'm waiting to see if teams are for real. Atlanta yes. Yes. and Dallas. They have two big tests coming mm. up. Um Denver and Cincinnati yes. respectively. If, yes, if right. they can somehow get to those teams with a dub, uh-oh. Uh-oh, is right. Oh, unfortunately, and then, Dallas. Exactly. Exactly. And the the last thing that I'm looking for, I'm about to hit you with a, a stat. Uh-oh. 14% of teams uh, since 1990, since the, the, the playoff format has changed, it yeah. has started – one in three have made the playoffs. Only fourteen, so it's like twenty six out of wow. uh, well, twenty six out of one hundred and eighty something teams that have started one in three have made the playoffs. So that's about one a year, and we have thirteen teams right now that are one in three. Will any of these teams be capable of making the playoffs? And it's going to be a little bit harder because a lot of these teams are division foes, and a lot of these teams play against each other. This week, so it's going to make that a little bit more interesting. You got Arizona and San Fran that play against one another, Chicago and Indianapolis, Tennessee and Miami, and last but not least, Tampa Bay and Carolina. So, all of these teams that are one and three, some of them have had had huge playoff hopes before the season started. One and mm-hmm. three, not good mm-hmm. chances. Will they be capable right. of doing so? This is the week to see if if it starts or if it won't happen. Well, I'll say this. I agree with you wholeheartedly on Atlanta and Dallas. Both are 4 o'clock games. Well, Cincinnati and Dallas is 425, but nevertheless, um, that's huge. Those are huge games for those two squads. For the record, I don't don't think Atlanta's going to win in Denver. And I don't think Dallas is going to beat Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati's got the team, even though they're on the road. But I'll tell you what, though, keep an eye on the Rams. Hey, if they beat Buffalo at home, yeah. and, if, and especially if Arizona were to trip up in San Francisco, but regardless of all that, if, if, if L.A. wins at home this coming Sunday against Buffalo, they'll be 4-1. That's yeah. That's Think about it. They'll be 4-1 with a win in Arizona in their back pocket, a win over Seattle as well, dashed away. Hey, it's time to take the Rams real seriously if they do pull off that win. 
And I know Seattle has a bye, but you got to keep it on those Rams, man. If the, the Rams do win, and mm-hmm. hey, you guys, you guys, start, it's time to start talking about the Rams. It's time yeah. to bring the Rams to the conversation, particularly in the NFC West. The, the interesting thing is, if LA loses, both of those teams will be three right. and two, and a lot better than right. what people thought we, they would be starting out the first five games of the year. Oh sure, 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 sure. Yeah, no one had the Rams uh, <laughs> going for four and one, three and one right now. Trust me on that. Even their fan base probably can't believe it. But exactly, and then the, the Buffalo to... start that you were talking about earlier could be yeah, the case because yeah. there will be three straight wins in a row right. against Arizona, New England, and then the Rams. So that yeah. talk can, that'd can be a good win well. too. That'd be a great win too for for Buffalo yeah. because that'd be two wins on the road back to back, big uh, wins on the road, mm-hmm. and that's just something about quite nicely too. So basically, it's 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 going it's going to be another show me Sunday with Atlanta, yes. Dallas, L.A., and with Buffalo. Um, yes. So we'll see if those three, if any of those, if, if three of those, like like whichever three of those four teams come out victorious, you gotta start looking out for them. You gotta start talking about. Them. They're in the conversation because they have better competition. Mm-hmm. Like even in the Buffalo and LA playing each other, they have yes. better competition in my opinion. So um, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Well, brother, uh, thanks for joining me, man, and uh, enjoy the uh, wild card playoffs. Uh, it's like it's a good one in, in, in New York with, with the Giants and the Mets. So yeah, I'm a little disappointed in last night's loss by Baltimore. I was sure hoping for yeah. an I-95 World Series, but um, <clears throat> I guess it'll be another year in my lifetime that I might have to wait for that. <laughs> yeah, you and many DMV fans both. But uh, thank yeah. you for joining me, brother. No problem. Speak to you soon, Scott. All right, peace out. That's my man, Dwayne Nash, breaking down week four. Looking ahead of week five and praying for the four souls this week. Speaking of prayer questions, Cam Newton, I don't know what's going on with that brother. I don't, he's playing hurt. I don't know if he's adequately recovering from those concussions. Something's wrong. Something's wrong in that whole squad. I mean, they, I, you can't think Josh Newman made that big of a difference on defense. Then again, maybe so. And. Old OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr. Someone needs to get a hold of him. Whether it's like Dr. Phil, um, <laughs> Dr. Oz, I know his help is like, um, but anyway, someone says I told him to hold me. Even I'm having trouble. TBJ, someone help me. So. Anyway, um, thank you for joining me on my podcast tonight. It's Scott Brooks, the Clown Tower, with the Clown Hour signing off. Old Six Show. Good night. Enjoy the rest of the evening. I'm not